bringing you the latest in tax credit news, this is Tax Credit Tuesday with your host, Michael Novogratik. Hello, I'm Michael Novogratik, and this is Tax Credit Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, June 12, 2018. Four years ago, members of Congress at this time were circulating a Dear Colleague letter They were asking then House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Dave Camp and Ranking Member Sander Levin for legislative action to extend the new Marcus tax credit. Now this was June 2014, and the new market tax credit had actually already expired. It had expired at the end of 2013. So program advocates and many members of Congress were working to get the incentive reauthorized, a retroactive reauthorization. President Barack Obama, fortunately, did later that year sign an extenders bill to reauthorize the new market tax credit through the end of 2014. Now as many of our listeners know, the new market tax credit has enjoyed strong bipartisan support in the past, but it's yet to be made an indefinite part of the tax code, and it is still extended through the end of next year. That said, I'll have more news in a bit on the continuing efforts to extend this incentive. Turning now to this week's podcast, I'm going to start by sharing some insights from the New Market Tax Credit Coalition's Bob Raposa on possible vehicles for New Market Tax Credit Extender legislation. I'll also have updates on the recently revised New Markets Tax Credit Allocation Application and FAQs document. After that, I'll discuss the Senate Appropriation Committee's Transportation HUD funding bill, as well as efforts by a House Democratic group to increase funding for affordable housing. And finally, I'm going to close by sharing some news on housing trust fund allocations and new guidance from California on its its state low-income housing tax credit. If you're ready, let's get started. The new markets tax credit program could be extended as soon as this year, assuming that the right legislative vehicle comes along for it. That, by the way, is the opinion of Bob Raposa head of proposed associates and lobbyists for the New Markets Tax Credit Coalition. Bob was a speaker at the Novogratic 2018 New Markets Tax Credit Spring Conference in Washington, D.C. last week. And in a conversation after he left the stage, Bob said that the potential success of a bill that would extend the credit mostly depends on other legislation. And in the current political environment, Bob notes that's not easy. And I think that the question becomes whether there is a vehicle that both parties, that both sides can say fine, that we can then hitch, a, hitch on to. And finding that vehicle, finding a non-controversial vehicle these days is extremely difficult. However, Bob explained that there is a logical vehicle for a new markets tax credit extension. There were 26 extenders that were retroactively extended this spring uh, for 2017, which means they're out of date now. And so there will be a move we expect to extend those. And it's possible that we could hitch a new markets extension on that. And if an extension does happen, It likely won't happen until after the election. Then there will be a lame duck Congress. And even if the Democrats win one or both houses in the November election, that doesn't necessarily mean 
that a new market task for extension couldn't happen. Bob noted that back in 2010, when the House switched hands from Democrats to Republicans, a tax bill was still passed after the election during a lame duck. And by the way, that legislation then did include an extension of the new market tax credit program. On the other hand, Bob also said that if Democrats do win one or both houses of Congress this November, they may be in no mood to deal. If the Democrats win either, either the House or the Senate or both, uh, but if they control one of the two legislative bodies, they may say, well, I could take a deal now or wait till January when I'm in a stronger position. So all of these factors are sort of in, in play. Within the lame duck session, Bob said that the most likely time for a possible new market tax extension would be the period between Election Day and Thanksgiving. Now also at the conference, Christopher Allison, Associate Program Manager at the CDFI Fund, repeated what he said earlier this year. Christopher said that the 2018 allocations will be announced in the first quarter of 2019. Now, as you know, the 2018 application deadline is this June, June 28th. Christopher said that the goal, emphasize the goal, is to announce the allocations in the calendar year of the awards. But this year has some reasons for the delay. The reasons include the implementation of the new Awards Management Information System, or AMIS, to handle the applications. Now, last week's conference in D.C. was a great gathering of community development professionals with a lot of information shared and connections made. I would like to personally thank Bob, Christopher, and all of our presenters and attendees for being part of our New Market Tax Credit Conference last week. Staying on the topic of the New Market Tax Credit for a moment, the CDFI Fund last week revised the paper application as well as the FAQ's document for the 2018 New Market Tax Credit Allocation Round. One of the notable changes for the 2018 round is that community development entities, or CDEs, that have prior allocation awards no longer have to meet a minimum threshold of Qualified Equity Investments, or QEIs, issued in order to be eligible for a subsequent award. Now, the application and FAQ's document were updated accordingly. However, the CDFI Fund does note that prior allocatees who are applying for the 2018 allocation round will have their prior round QEIs considered. Let me say that again. There's no longer a minimum QEI issuance threshold. However, prior QEI issuance will still be considered as part of phase two of the evaluation process this round. Now you can read the rest of the application FAQ updates at Novogratz New Markets Tax Credit Resource Center. I'll tweet the document links and I'll share them in today's show notes. Now remember, the application for the 2018 round is due electronically on Thursday, June 28th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. If you'd like any last-minute assistance with the allocation application, please contact a Novogratz partner near you. Next, on the spending side, the Senate Appropriations Committee on Thursday of last week approved its fiscal year 2019 Transportation HUD Appropriations Bill. It was approved unanimously. That's right, the bill was approved 31 to 0. Now, the T-HUD Appropriations Subcommittee Chairwoman, Susan Collins of Maine, said that she and Ranking Member Senator Jack Reed of Rhode Island worked together to avoid any controversial riders that could hamper bipartisan support for the bill. Now, the bill would provide HUD $44.5 billion in net discretionary appropriations, 
This is an increase of $1.8 billion above the level enacted for fiscal year 2018. Now, I'm not going to go over appropriations for every program here, but I did want to note that the bill provides $22.8 billion for tenant-based Section 8 vouchers. It provides $7.5 billion for public housing and $11.7 billion for project-based Section 8. The bill also maintains funding for the Home and Community Development Block Grant programs and the funding is at the same levels enacted for fiscal year 2018. Now, you can visit our notes from the Democratic blog for a detailed summary of the appropriations bill. The legislation now will move to the full Senate for consideration. Moreover, we expect the 2019 House THUD bill to be considered by the full House before the August recess. And while we're speaking of funding for affordable housing programs, I wanted to note that 68 House Democrats are calling for millions of housing units to be built to address the national housing shortage. In a white paper entitled Missing Millions of Homes, the New Democratic Coalition's Housing Task Force found that shrinking funding for affordable housing is the primary cause of the housing crisis for very low-income families. The group notes that since 1980, community development block grants are down 80% in real dollars. Since 1991, home grants are down 50% in real dollars. The paper also notes that the low-income housing tax credit has become less valuable with the lower corporate tax rate enacted through tax reform. And the temporary 12.5% allocation increase under the omnibus bill only partially offsets the loss in value of the credit under tax reform and only temporarily does so. Now, the Coalition's Housing Task Force is expected to release a full report with specific policy recommendations later this year. You can find a link to the white paper in today's show notes, and we'll be following these specific policy recommendations and reporting on them when they're available later this year. In other news, HUD last week published the 2018 Housing Trust Fund allocation amounts. $266 million of housing trust fund allocations are going to be distributed among all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and five territories. Now, the size of the allocations range from a high of $36.6 million, that going to California, to the $3 million small state minimum. The $3 million small state minimum will go to 24 states and the District of Columbia. Territories will receive smaller amounts based on the housing trust fund formula. You can find a link to the notice detailing amounts for each state and territory in today's show notes. And turning to state-level news, the California Tax Credit Allocation Committee issued two guidance memos for prospective applicants for the state's low-income housing tax credit allocation. One document provides general guidance on a variety of application-related topics. The other memo outlines what first-round applicants need to include in their applications if they're reapplying for the second round. If you want assistance with your long-term housing tax application in California, contact one of my partners in our Long Beach, San Francisco, or Walnut Creek offices, or even San Rafael. For offices outside of California for applications in other states, reach out to the Novogratic office near you. Well, that brings me to the end of this week's report. But before I close today, I wanted to thank the Accounting Move Project for recognizing Novogratic Company again. You've probably noticed this as my new pen tweet. 
Accounting Move Project recognized Novigrad & Company as ranking among the best CPA firms for women. We at Novigradic are proud to provide excellent service to our clients by investing in the professional development of our employees and appreciate this recognition from the Accounting Move Project. That's it for now. I'm Michael Novigradic. Thanks for listening. This weekly podcast has been brought to you by Novigradic & Company, LLP. Archived podcasts are available online at www.novaco.com forward slash podcast or by subscribing to the Tax Credit Tuesday podcast in iTunes. You can find related links referenced in this podcast in our show notes at www.novaco.com forward slash podcast. Novogratic & Company LLP is a national certified public accounting and consulting firm with offices nationwide. Learn more about our professional services at www.novaco.com.